0: what's up guys it's m from my black nerdy 20s coming back to you on day 18 of the coronavirus lockdown on my day 18. I still don't know. When did you guys start your lockdowns? Was it immediately? Was it when Big Dick dewan shut everything down? Or is it just recently? Did your lockdown just start? I know. What state was it? I want to say it was Texas, but it could have been Louisiana. Someone just ordered a shelter-in-place order on April Fool's Day. <laughs> so I'm sure everyone's going to take that as a joke. Before we begin, I want to wish my dad happy birthday. It is his 73rd birthday. He's getting up there in age, but he's still as feisty and strong as ever. So let's all wish him a happy, happy birthday in this coronavirus time. Now, uh, yesterday I took the day off from uh, Animal Crossing Mental Health break because Lord, do we all need some time to chill? And that's kind of what I want the topic of today, or maybe the discussion of today to roll to go around. Um, coping and dealing with this stressful situation, and there's so many different levels of it that we're not gonna get through it all today, like there's too many layers of stress that goes into this. Um, Keeping Like, whether it's you're getting stressed because you're getting updated on the news, whole pandemic situation happening. That in itself is enough to, like, make anyone curl up in a ball and want to cry. Um, finances. There's the unemployment numbers. There's, um, if you have kids, God help you because you have to deal with your kids for who knows how long. Unended. Um, let's see. Or some other stressful things. I said finances, right? Because finances are bust. Um, the whole, this whole—I don't know if of tr- of listening to Trump makes you stressed out. I get stressed when I have to listen to news. The uncertainty of it all, um, just the fear of you or your loved ones getting sick. Oh my gosh, my eyelashes are f- freaking out. You guys ever have that feeling? when your eyelashes are like clumped together or like they're like turning inside so they're touching your eyeball or that inner part of your eyelids it's not a pleasant feeling and mine are doing that right now but yeah coping so i'm gonna go over some of the little ways that i have and have not been coping and maybe that'll help you um I'm not sure if it will because I'm someone who deals with harsh realism and joking about it, but we'll see if that helps. If it doesn't and it stresses you out, I apologize. That's not my goal. So, how M copes with the coronavirus pandemic? Um, first thing, video games. Yes, I'm sure that surprises no one, but I have been playing video games a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um... And I just recently got Animal Crossing, like half of the other Switch owners of the world, to deal with this coronavirus outbreak. And I have to say, I'm not someone who likes, um, what is it, sim games that much. I don't really, like, I enjoy Stardew Valley. I really liked Graveyard Keeper because of, um, how kind of morbid it was in a way. But I got gave up on those games like after 20 hours probably cause there was just so much to do and manage and I could never make things look how I wanted and I really didn't like like in Stardew Valley the relationship system if you don't talk to people literally every single day you kind of locked out of things you know what I mean like even if they had just made it like every week then that would have been fine to me cause the days go so quickly Maybe if the days were longer, it would have made more sense. I don't know. That's my biggest issue. Though I do like that Stardew Valley added two player co op. That was fun. Let's see. Hmm. But I like that Animal Crossing is really chill. I like that me and my room, me and Marcella, can share an island together. Um. I think it would have been cooler if we each could have had our own island. Like, if each profile on the Switch could have had its own island. But seeing as how big the fucking islands are, I'm okay with it. Like, we can each have our own side if we need to. Um, as long as we respect each other's boundaries and spaces, everything will work out. Kind of like living together. (laughs) Except this time we're on a cutesy little island. How else have I been coping? Um... Oh, I said video games. I have drunk a lot of tea, guys. Like, a lot of tea. And it is crazy Like how quickly I've gone through it. Like, I bought, like, three boxes of tea before the shutdown happened. And I have... I have a whole bunch of tea left, but it's still, like, two boxes are gone. I'm like, it's only been two weeks. What's going on? Um, uh, I've just been drinking a lot of it. And I've been also noticing that I've been eating less and less and less. Like, yesterday, all I had was, like, two oranges, two sandwiches, and a couple of cookies. That was all I ate for the day. When, like, when I was working, I would have, like, three huge meals, like, a Like an egg quiche for breakfast, like fucking beans and rice for lunch, and I don't even I don't even remember what I would have for dinner, whatever I could make really quick at home. Probably like a sandwich or like heat up some chicken nuggets or something. That sounds about right. Oh my gosh, my eyelashes are killing me. You know, just keep my eyes closed for this. Sounds like a good idea. So T's been helping me. The heat really unwinds my shoulders, which have always been really tight for me. I don't know, maybe I just need to get a really deep massage one day, and that'll that'll get rid of that. And I'll feel like the world has changed. Um I've also been able to cope by just not keeping up with the news as often as I'm sure some people are. I know there are people who are just keeping the news tablet, like a a news tab open on their computer at all times. I don't. I don't even check the news until at least like 2pm when um, the governor gives his what is it? Gives his daily briefing and I look around the news for like half an hour and I close it. And then, like, around 8-ish, I check, like, the national news or worldwide news, and then I close it. I like to keep updated, but I don't like to bombard myself with it. Because there's just too much uncertainty about it. No one knows when the peak's gonna hit. We've been saying so many different time frames. It just seems like it keeps getting pushed back and back and back. And I'm at the point where I think that the peak's gonna reach different states at so many different times that it's better to just focus on your own state. Because the U.S. isn't going to reach, like, a peak two weeks. The peak in the United States is gonna last for, like, months. Because everything will be peaking. Right now New York says that it's not it's not at its peak yet. It's, like, maybe a week or two away from its peak. Um... Then, L.A. and California, Oregon, and Washington are like at least two weeks behind them. Um, some states that are able to flatten the curve, their peak won't be hit until like late April, early May. I know Dewan's talking about us for like the range being anywhere from late April to mid May, <laughs> which is a huge discrepancy. And by then, for the states that weren't able to uh, flatten the curve, they should be on their way down, hopefully. Or they could, or the peak could have just been like, ha ha, nah. Let's joke around and come back, or just stay super high. Um, so I don't know, just. Don't take in too much news. That's what I've been doing. And maybe your sanity will come will come down. I know it's helped me a lot to not worry about it. But I'm also really good at ignoring my issues. Hmm. Another way I've been coping is... So I've been going, I haven't not been going outside as often anymore, so I'm not getting my daily workout. So I've been trying to do indoor workouts. I've also been opening all of the blinds in the in the apartment to get that daily sunlight in. That's definitely been helping me feel better. And opening the windows to get some fresh air like every other day. Um, bring the, cool little apartment down. And also bring in fresh air that makes me super happy every morning. Like I just get a burst of, a slight burst of energy when I do that. Makes me feel great. So maybe that'll help you if you've kept your place all closed up because you're worried about the coronavirus coming in through the air. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, It's more like if someone coughs on you that you'll get it. So just open the windows. And breathe in the fresh, cool spring air. What else? Mm. Let's see. I hope that you're living with at least one person or you're near one person who you can be vulnerable with and talk about the uncertainty of everything. Um, I've listed all those other things about how I've been coping with it, but I don't think any of it would have worked if I was living by myself. Um, so for anyone who is living by themselves, I hope you're in constant contact with someone either through the phone, through Skype, that shitty Zoom app that every business is using now, Instagram Live, texting, something, because I am forever grateful for my roommate. Um, you know, I thought we were gonna be really good friends after living together, like, even after we moved apart, regardless, and then now, like, who, like, the relationship you have with the person you're living with at this moment is going to be highly tested, you're either gonna come out of it much stronger together, or you're gonna hate the person, because this is, this is lasting for a while, guys, um. so the more positive you can make it the better it's make, make those boundaries to know hey I need some time alone hey I need some time with you um, every couple hours I end up just knocking on her door and like sitting in her room and joking and talking with her about something or we'll play Animal Crossing together or we'll play other games together or we'll cook food together um, We're trying to do like a weekly meal or something once a week that we share together. So that's nice. Um, working on grocery lists together. Um, definitely the highlight of this pandemic is spending being able to spend more time with Marcella because beforehand, we didn't get to spend that much time around each other because our schedules were just so busy. It was... I don't know the most I would see her was like maybe an hour or two a a day like three times a week like an hour or two three days a week because uh we just be so tired and by the time one of us came in the other one would already be in our room meeting to chill and introvert for a while and on my day off I was just so tired I would eat food lay in bed um do some cleaning eat food lay in bed (laughs) Um, So this time to not really need to do work, not really stress about doing too much work, has really been a blessing. So if you think about it that way, if you are like me and you are a frontline person with some... Like, if you are a frontline person or if you have, like, little administrative duties and you're sitting at home like, not that much to do, um, find someone to connect with. Find someone to... Like spend that time to talk about what's messing around, like what's fucking with your head right now, because there's so much. Um, I think the last thing that's definitely helped me cope the most. I mean, besides being able to watch anime whenever I want or YouTube videos or whatever, is just kind of accepting that things aren't going to be the same after this. Like, things already aren't the same, clearly. Um, Unless this is your normal just staying at home all the time um, and ordering deliveries. that's certainly not my normal. (laughs) Is... um, Things aren't gonna be the same, not for a while, and maybe not really ever. Like, do I think we're all gonna be stuck in our houses forever for the rest of our lives? No. This will, this, that part will be over, hopefully, by the, by like a midsummer. Or maybe not. Maybe we just miss summer old- altogether. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. I don't like summer that much. It's too hot. So if I can just stay at home in my air conditioning for the entire time. That would be great, but um, I think Ohio will be done with this by mid to late, like, late June, mid-July, at least for the closing, like, being closed up part, but things are going to be the same. Some, like, mom-and-pop stores are going to be gone forever. Um, Certain industries and businesses are going to be fucking wrecked by this economy, 10 million people have applied for unemployment benefits in the past two weeks. Two! That's insane. Oh, FedEx is back. I wonder if anyone. I didn't order anything from FedEx, so. Well, make sure, you guys, that you put a little note or post-it or gift outside of your building or your door or something for FedEx because or Amazon or any of these delivery people because um they are angels right now mean like, I don't know if they have gloves or anything to protect themselves but they're doing God's work delivering us all the things that we need right now same with your Instacart and and, and um what what's the other thing ship it is that another one? I feel like I've seen it um, for the bougie stores like Target or Myers. I think they use shipping and everyone else with a brain uses Instacart. Or maybe not with a brain, with a tiny wallet. Anyway, back to like realizing things just aren't going to be the same. Federal and statewide spending is gonna be slashed to bits for public public goods, like, lib- like, the library is gonna get hit hard, museums, and, like, um, boratoriums, or arbitoriums, ar- 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 like, botanical gardens and shit, those are gonna get hit really hard, too, um, theater programs, art, like, all those arts programs we use for supplemental education, besides just having your kids sit the fuck down in school and memorize the mitochondria, is the powerhouse of the cell, and the photosynthesis, the formula, or write fucking 10-page paper. I don't even know. This is high, do high schoolers write 10-page papers? When I was working out of high school, we didn't get hit 10-page papers, because it was just too much to expect that our students would have computers to work on it at home. But I don't know, like, what is gonna get hit the hardest, and if you work in those industries like I do, I work both at the library and the museum, like, it's stressful to worry about whether or not you're going to get paid during this time, um... Especially since, I don't know, if anyone follows museum threads on Twitter, there's this huge thread going on uh, through Museum Transparencies. I think that's the handle. And there's listing out what museum, what specific museums are hand, what they're doing and how they're handling the shortage of income. Um... Who like who are Who's laying off part-time? Who's laying off full-time? Are they getting furloughed or actually laid off? Are there pay cuts? And they're laying out all the receipts. And on one hand, it's really good that people are doing that. Uh, so people know where all of them stand. On the other hand, it's really scary for me to read because I'm looking at these organizations, these ones that are so much bigger than the one I'm at, laying off tons and tons of most of their staff and it's not laid it's not like furloughed where they say well you're gonna come back it's just we can't pay you now or like furlough like we'll pay you for half of your time but not the full amount it's laid off you are gone (laughs) and that's scary um luckily my organization even though it's smaller And even though we don't have as big of an endowment, um, we don't rely on, I don't know, uh, tourism like the MoMA or, um, I don't know. The Smithsonian Smithsonian doesn't rely on tourism. Maybe it does. Uh, It could. I was under the impression it was much more federally funded and had a huge endowment. And that's where most of the money comes from. But If not, I'm wrong and I'm spreading false information. But um, luckily our money isn't from tourism or like our parking garage sales or anything like that. So we're in a slightly better place. But I know there's some museums who 100% rely on their tourism. Like I'm sure that the New York, like the Met. I've heard rumors about the Met and how they're not even planning on opening back up until August and how that's going to affect them. So, if you know anyone who works in those fields, if you do work in your field, um, buckle the fuck up because some shit is not going to be the same. People who are going into those fields, who are considering going into those fields, if you're listening to this, like... Be prepared for the hustle or be prepared not to go into it right now. Because this is not the time. This is not the time to assume that you can make your way into it. And if you've just started being in the field, like me, like you're maybe two years, three years, two to five years in. like Be prepared to have to hustle to keep either keep your job or to rebrand yourself for your job. Because this is... This is a game changer, and I have not seriously been thinking about restructuring or going into a different field as of yet. But it definitely makes me—what's hmm, the word? This is definitely making me think about where I actually want to work in the future and whether or not museum, the museum education and like visitor engagement is. For me at the museums, or whether I can just fulfill those things, my goals somewhere else. And it's not even including the library because library budgets are gonna be fucking cut in half by this because mortgages are being like waived, and if there are, no one's paying mortgages, it means no one's paying like tax on them. That's where the library gets a fuck ton of its money. Um if you're in the library services and you're part-time like me, you might want to start thinking about that too. Um, and now, like, now is the time. It's not two months in the future. It's not when we all come out of this that we need to start thinking about it. It's thinking about it now. It's thinking about, okay, how much money... And I know this is going to be stressful for people. Thinking about money, thinking about, like, future job opportunities. Or, like, maybe you thought you had this figured out. Like, there are people... Who are coming into their lives when this pandemic hit. People who just started having savings accounts. People who just started like maybe hitting $1,000 on the savings. I didn't, I wasn't there yet, so this is even... I don't know if this is more hurtful for the people who had just been there, or people who weren't even there to begin with. Um, I don't know which one this hurts more. I guess it, it might depend on what job you had to begin with, but... It's this is not a time to be reactionary. This is the time to have your emotions and to free and to feel free to freak out about it. Um But also to realize like they're like unfortunately for a lot of us, it's time to put on the big the big boy, big girl pants and realize that maybe maybe you need to start looking at your budget right now. Maybe you need to like See where some things need to get cut, where some money can be moved, um, not even just because of the utilities, maybe not even just because of the current bills, but, like, what's going to happen in the future? Are you going to have to need to move somewhere to continue in the field that you are because there are not jobs where you're at? Or can you stay where you're at? And for me, that type of planning is kind of cathartic, because I'm someone who needs a plan. All this bumble like, will they, won't they? Are they going to pay me? Are they not going to pay me? That stresses me the fuck out, because I need concrete plans. So, for me, thinking about those, thinking about these things, and looking about my, like, the probability, the things in the future, other, like, what I can control makes me feel centered. It doesn't freak me out but for other people like if that stresses you out don't even worry about it I'm sorry for even putting that in your head because I know you're gonna think about in the back of your mind 2 a.m in the morning (laughs) so I apologize um but that's what's been helping me um and again I'm super glad for Marcella that I've been able to like have these conversations with her because I didn't have her Like, I know other people I could talk to about it, but having someone face-to-face I can talk to is incredible. Um, And just knowing who you can talk to. Having that type of discussion, or even just this kind of discussion, is something I could never have with my dad. Um, Because right now, I'm just too worried about his health, about him going out and around. And it's just the sheer fact of knowing that my dad's already worried about me. Regardless of how much or how little I talk to him um, on a weekly basis, he's he's worried about me. That's just how... I don't want to say how all parents, because I know there's some shit parents out there. But that's how a lot of parents are feeling for their kids. Especially their kids in like in their 20s, like me, who are starting out... Um, I know he worries about how stressed I can get working two jobs. I know he gets worried about how sometimes I complain about like, Oh, I don't know if I have enough money to get food <laughs> to get the food I want. Oh, I can get food, but not the food I want. Um, he worries about all different types of whether I've gone to the doctor or the dentist. Or it's just it's just how it just how it's just how he works. So knowing that he already worries that much, and now we have a pandemic. It's gonna be interesting to figure out how to talk around. Like, let like I'm not gonna lie to him and say that I'm not stressed about this. You know what I mean? Like, don't lie to your parents. So, like, everything's a okay because they can smell bullshit even through a phone five thousand miles away. If he like, if I told my dad that I was everything was fine and he was on the other side of the planet, he would laugh at me. <laughs> Legitimately, just laugh at me. So. I'll figure out how to talk around him, figure out how to have that honest conversation without being so honest that he'll freak out. Um, Anyway, we're getting close to time. I don't want these to be more than half an hour. So, um, next time, let's talk about... No, I don't even know, man. What should we talk about? Hmm. You know what? I've been saying we, we talk about the stimulus package. We talked about the stimulus package, but then I also said that maybe one day we we'll would talk about budgeting. Um, I don't know how honest I want to be in my finances with random people on the internet, but... I might look into how far that $1,200 stimulus package might go for some people. So that could be the topic for tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll talk more about my Animal Crossing Village or maybe we'll talk about something entirely different. So we'll figure it out. We'll just take it one day at a time. And if you guys couldn't figure it out, my last coping mechanism is definitely this podcast. So thanks for helping me out with it. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy day eighteen of the quarantine. And this has been M. Sorry for the spilt tea and I'm signing off.